finish last. It's the podcast where um, myself, Tom, will be guiding through a lost novice, Manu. Do and we're going to finish every single We're going to watch every single episode. This is something that I did a couple of years ago. Because um, I was, yeah, I, th- I thought maybe I was the only one that has finished every single one, and I want to share that with someone else. So we're going to go through one by one, see what Manu thinks. Can the our podcast is called Nice Guys Finish Lost, though, right? Not last. Oh wait, was it, did I announce it? <laughs> did I announce it wrong straight off the bat? That's <laughs> good. That's no, good. Yeah, you got the gist. Um, so we're just fresh off watching the pilot episode. Woo! Does it have a name? We probably should look that oh, up. We should have looked that up. I've got an alternative got... name for it. Well, first, I think the official name is Pilot Episode Part 1, because I think it's it's two-parter. Oh, uh, really? Apparently, yeah. Okay. So, so what are your thoughts on that? Do you want to know my alternative name for it? Go. This is something uh, that Jack actually said. Uh, you don't seem to be afraid at all, and I don't understand that. And I think that sums up perfectly every character's reaction to an enormous plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I can I get into that actually straight away? We we took some observations. Um, it, one of them was everyone is real cool with it. <laughs> Within like four hours of a catastrophic plane crash, so you you're not introduced to Sawyer, so Manu, you don't know who that is yet. But um. It, it shows a shot of him He's just casually lighting up a cigarette <laughs> and just looking over the beach. Forget four hours. Immediately, everyone's just like, oh, that happened? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. What, what were your thoughts on the episode, Manu? I want to start with the opening scene. Uh, I wrote down as a joke, a pretty hacky joke, does Michael Bay make an appearance or did he just direct it? But actually, it turns out, J.J. Abrams directed it, I found out, and he's essentially the geek Michael Bay anyway. Like, what is that plane made out of? Like, exclusively dynamite? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. I I had that down as well. I said, I had, um, the the engine seems to survive the crash still going, but but then when a single man gets sucked into it, it explodes violently all over everyone. So I was kind. Of, I was reassured. I was like, oh, the "Engines must be quite sturdy to still be going after landing on a to, beach and coming apart the, from the plane yeah, the until a man gets sucked into it and it blows up all over the place." <laughs> Wait. Also, when yeah, remember, remember when that bit of the wing just fell down and the whole plane exploded? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I amazing. Just. Maybe there wasn't enough. They'd ridden up to a point potentially, uh, and decided there wasn't enough tension. They're like, "Oh, what else should happen? Maybe it should just explode now that it's been sitting there dormantly for the last forty-five seconds." So, yeah, uh, we want to throw out maybe a fact, a real fact about um, about this episode. And one of the facts is it was the most expensive pilot ever produced at the time. What? Um, <laughs> costing between ten and fourteen million dollars. Fourteen so million dollars. Yeah, have, well, well, this might be a two-parter, so maybe that covers the next episode as well. But assuming it just covers fourteen million dollars, covers this first episode. How do you think those funds were allocated? Definitely not to CGI. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was well, that? What forest? else was there? <laughs> so there was the plane exploding everywhere. That must have cost. I'd say that would have cost about two thirds of the budget. Definitely, but like maybe they just literally bought a plane. 
for $12 million and then spent $2 million blowing it up because they did not do any CGI work. <laughs> I'm sorry to all of the CGI artists who worked on it, but what yeah. the hell. Maybe it went to – because then we did meet um, a crew of characters. Specifically, we ignored like 90% of the people on the beach, but we met a crew of characters who potentially got paid that $14 million to appear. That's Yeah, there are – I don't know why I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't even watch that much TV. <laughs> was it, was that a is that a big crew? Do you mean like the amount of people in the show? Yeah. Well, there were. It is right. Mm, probably, but also maybe sorry, a big cast crew is the wrong word. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. Uh, all there were so many anonymous people on the beach. Jack refers to forty-eight people. We must have seen six of them. <laughs> But he's counted them all, definitely. <laughs> I will get to that. that yeah. What, him to... counting the passengers? Or well, just him we'll... reeling off that stat as Here... soon as the pilot up? <laughs> Here's a section that I don't know, I'm predicting might be a pretty good one for the rest of the episodes. It's definitely part of this, which I've called Jack and Kate are psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> so you gleaned that from the first... I don't want to give anything away for the rest of the series, but you, what did you glean about Jack and... Yeah, well, actually... I wanted to go through some stuff, and one of them was character introductions and just your your first takes on them. Okay. Uh, should we do Jack and Kate first? We, that's a great place to start. Start with Jack. First thoughts? So, How's he portrayed in this? How does he come across straight away? So immediately, he's horrible too. I can't, I didn't catch the character's name. Okay, I'm going to call them creepy siblings because for reasons that will become apparent later. Okay. His name's Boone, I think you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, the... Uh, guy with the fringe. Wildly handsome guy. Yeah, got it. <laughs> he is horrible to him just immediately, questions his abilities as like a lifesaver, and then sends him off to get a pen, which he manages to find in an exploded plane. He finds like nine different pens and brings them back. But... Yeah, he brings them back like some sort of weird <laughs> retriever. I, I found four, but I'm not sure if, which one's the best. <laughs> Why, do, why, is he, why is he immediately in awe of Jack and like doing anything he says? Hundreds of people just died and he's like, hey, no, but bro, I got you this pen. So I spent cool. an hour finding four pens. <laughs> I hope one of them's good enough for you, Jack. Why is everyone in awe of Jack? Yeah, so was that related to your first thoughts on Kate? Kate and Jack are definitely psychopaths. Maybe Jack has spent like... Uh, the few minutes when he woke up in the forest, maybe he went and like hypnotized everybody, then ran to the forest and lay down quickly because everybody wants to love him. Kate definitely wants that day straight away. Um, but and also, the, so he goes, forget the um, who so Jack goes to stitch himself up, uh, runs away from everybody when he's finished like saving one or two lives and leaving the other 46 people to their own devices because they're not integral to the first episode plot. Um, goes to go stitch himself up. And Kate, which is weird enough, walking away from everybody. And then Kate appears out of nowhere. Where the fuck is she going? She, <laughs> yeah, she was just kind of walking around. Pretty. She was pretty dazed in that whole first shot. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you mean in the, when she first meets him. Yeah, and, and she, she's going, she stitches him up. She comes to stitch him up and she says something really weird. She weird. says, I, write I wrote down. this down. Uh, under my psychopaths uh, part of the notes, uh, do you have a colour preference for what you want to be stitched up with? What? (laughs) What? Spends the whole conversation kind of staring just past his shoulder. (laughs) It's really weird. If we can assume there are 300 people on that plane, 
roughly, right? 200, 300 people. 150 people to 250 people just died. And she's like, uh, what kind of frequency? Yeah. Was that was another point I had. <laughs> they, they're pretty casual about, well, she's really casual. She says, oh, I was, I was still awake the whole time the plane crashed. <laughs> and Jack said he blacked out. And kind of related to that, like the very first shot of Jack, there's this re- he, he pulls out his bottle of vodka or whatever. Let's yeah. just say it's vodka. And he just like stares at it and rubs <laughs> his head. It's almost like he's portraying like, oh, jeez. Jeez, that was uh, a big, a big night. night. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and I can't understand what else that symbolizes when he does that. Because apart from the flashback where they show him receiving the bottle of vodka, like, why does he have to? Why does he stare for it at it for so long? Like when he wakes up. Do you think they're really like <laughs> forcefully being like, ah, I've had all these drinks and now I've woken up in this forest? Shit, like what? <laughs> I didn't understand it, but yeah, what you were you're saying about all the people dying and the forty-eight survivors. Yeah, Kate casually says, "Yeah, I was awake when the tail broke off," and then she said, "And also the cockpit broke off." <laughs> yeah, and I saw some. What did she say? I saw some smoke going into the forest over there. So did you? From where? <laughs> so my question was, but how does just the midsection of the plane do like a soft landing from forty thousand feet? Just the midsection of the plane in that one engine. I don't know. If we could have some um, <laughs> aeronautical engineers right in and say it. And the engine's still spinning. <laughs> yeah, surely that needs like, I don't know, jet fuel or something to... <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not attached to anything anymore. Maybe maybe they fuel it up straight into... I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I was, it seems like it would be a, a bit of a more destructive crash if the cockpit and the tail had broken off the plane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After that happens. More notes on Jack and Kate being psychopaths. Kate goes over uh, and takes the shoes off a dead man completely emotionlessly. But that was a deliberate choice because we never see her shoes for the rest of the episode. That was just, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, just take was, the shoes off a dead man. That was her dealing with death. <laughs> just stealing just from getting, it. <laughs> just getting over it really quickly. And then how about Jack makes a plane out of a leaf? He somehow has the like presence of mind that in the a, car. That was a beautiful little plane. <laughs> to like be the world's best leaf plane maker ever. And then just reenacts it for everybody as if it wasn't traumatic enough. Just he like... fucking reenacts it. And then he's like, well, we were flying at 40,000 feet. We must have dropped about 200 feet, which is, sounds like you fuck all if you're already up at 40,000 feet. He says, we must have dropped about 200 feet, and then I blacked out. It's like, well, why are you the one fucking reenacting it then? <laughs> and he's like, else to it. he's like, oh, I wonder how many feet we've dropped, 200. Okay, well, I'll probably pass out right about <laughs> Yeah, was he passing out from the vodka? Uh, yeah, whatever, I don't I understand that either. I was trying to see if he didn't get his oxygen mask on in time, maybe, but he seemed like he got it on pretty well. He in that, did. In that reenactment that... Uh, yeah, for $14 million, there was a lot of shaky cam going on. <laughs> they were pretty clearly sitting very still. Yeah, and when the pilot gets taken by whatever it is, he just kind of like drops up and down. Uh, you mean when they're exploring the cockpit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, pilot. can we go to that scene? So okay. they walk to... Jack goes on a trip just with Kate. I don't no, know. Charlie's there. Yeah, but he tries to just go with Kate. It's a little bit sus, eh? Yeah, but... He's like, no, no, just me and Kate. <laughs> Charlie's she like... She made a choice, bro, back off. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, take a few more people with you. There's already been some scary shit going down the night before, which we'll get to. But anyway, they walk. Yeah, and everyone else is just on the beach like, okay, yeah. have fun. They walk a good 
looks like 10 kilometers inland and find the cockpit with relative ease. <laughs> yeah. um, when they get in there, Jack, Jack's a doctor. He just crawls past all of those bodies. <laughs> it's been like 16 hours. Can he not just yeah. do a cursory check for a pulse? Yeah, right. And how about how he knows it's been exactly 16 hours? He's yeah. apparently been knocked out and he's like, okay, yeah, well, it's been 16 hours. So they get to the cockpit, and the pilot is awake. I was like, you could have just checked his pulse. You're a freaking doctor. Yeah. I, I swear half those guys in the back of that cockpit were still alive, and Jack, Kate, and Charlie just crawled over Just them. crawled over them. Yeah, heartless. What I wrote down was uh, dead-eyed indifference to just every form of suffering, which there's a whole lot of in this first episode. Um, yeah, that's true. But the, to be fair, the... um. The pilot was remarkably lucid once. He, <laughs> as soon as he woke up, he he'd been unconscious time. for sixteen hours, and he wakes up and that like creak happens outside, and he's like, "Ooh, what was that?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, just like relax for a few minutes. <laughs> you might, you might have a concussion or something. Yeah. No? <laughs> no, yeah, Jack's. He's he's the pilot's like messed up. He's like all cut up. He's got a massive bruise eye, and Jack's like just say something like. Oh, it must be a concussion. Anyway, have you got that transceiver? <laughs> yeah, because me and Kate are trying to get out of here. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Charlie might have been there for ulterior motives. Yeah, he's trying to get on, get in on Kate. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what was he or doing Jack. in the toilet? You're then? trying to tell me it's Jack. Yeah. Okay, so jumping ahead to a section that we've just called, can we talk about okay. what was Charlie doing in the toilet? Well, that's for you to speculate. We might. I honestly don't know. I can't remember if. So, yeah, I have. Ever, I have watched every single episode, but I've also got like a terrible memory, so I can't actually remember <laughs> much of it. So I don't know if this revisits this, but I know why he was in the toilet, but I don't know if it shows it explicitly. How? Okay, so quite often when they're crawling up the plane, uh, the camera tilts around, and we can't. I lost all perspective of like we're supposed. To, they're supposed to be crawling up. At like yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. They were like, sl- like desperately crawling up the middle section. Wouldn't it have been easier to climb over the chairs? Yeah, definitely. Use well, like a ladder because I think it was supposed to be like a vertical yeah. incline. But then he somehow closes the toilet door silently, like a meter away from them. And also, it's a vertical incline. And then once they get to the top, Jack's leaning into the yeah. cockpit door. <laughs> yeah. They Whatever. like set up this plane of where the the way the plane's sitting, and then they're like, "No, okay, well he's made it now." <laughs> yeah, so um, not too many other char- characters um introduced introduced this episode. Really, we get a kind of glimpse of everything. You see the Korean couple there. Any thoughts on them? Uh, are they Korean? Yeah, they're definitely Korean. Oh, what a spoiler! Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I felt like... Apparently, this is another, well, this is a pseudo fact. Apparently at the time it was a big deal because they were the first, like, appropriately cast Korean actors in, like, a primetime drama on TV. Oh, okay, so they are actually Korean people. Yeah, they're both Korean actors, Okay. Oh, well, that's something. Uh, (laughs) they were pretty, like... They were probably in it the next most after yeah. Jack, Kate. And, and all they did was talk to each other in quite like mundane ways. They, didn't, they deliberately didn't interact with anybody. So um, did Hurley say his name? I can't remember. Big guy. Uh, he didn't. Me and you both remarked on. <laughs> the first, 
one of the first shots, maybe the second <laughs> shot, is him stacking the leftover meals <laughs> in the plane. <laughs> and then when he comes up to talk to, oh, I forget her name, the Australian pregnant yeah. girl. We'll find out her name later. Um, when he comes up, clearly in post-production, they add a big creak when he steps <laughs> on the bit of metal that she's sitting on. Jeez. Yeah. So that was for my... Poor guy. Can we talk about section? The treatment of Hurley, if that's his name, is just horrendous. Like. <laughs> it's pretty bad, straight off the bat. Although he ends up giving out the meals, which you see him stacking. That they was deli- nice. It was a deliberate choice to make him, in some kind of like 30s era comedy callback, being like, uh, the fat guy's only interested in food. <laughs> yeah, sort of slapstick. Was that a joke? I don't know. That might be the closest they come to a joke in this episode. And then the comedy creak when he stands on a metal beam. Yeah. Oh, some interesting choices by JJ Abrams. Um, so <clears throat> we we also meet Saeed. Yeah, I have. I do know who that is. Yeah. Uh, so should we just do a breakdown of how many episodes you've actually watched already? <laughs> well, <laughs> otherwise it's going to start sounding fishy. What, prob- have, what have you seen and when? I've probably seen six or seven throughout the course of the because I was lost even on TV. Six seasons. It was lost even on TV. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, by the end, was it still on yes, TV? Yes, it was still on TV. No, nah, I don't reckon no. Primetime TV? There was no, there's no alternatives back in 2010. Yeah, to be fair, What was it going to be on? Yeah. Ugh. Well, no, but I... Okay, because I remember it being it, on it TV. It probably wasn't on TV too in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big deal when it came out, and I remember I knew lots of people who were into it, and then after yep. like three seasons, nobody cared anymore. Was was J- my recollection. You might know this. Was J.J. Abrams already quite like well regarded? How did he get $14 million to make a pilot? I can't remember if he had made... I can't think of anything he made before that because um, Cloverfield came out after this, I'm pretty sure. We're not experts, so we should probably... <laughs> we, do, we do have the IMDb page open, but I can't be bothered leaning forward. So. <laughs> um no, the reason I knew Said's name, aside from the like six episodes that I watched at the time years ago, yep. was, and oh, this was my other thing for can we talk about? Um, <laughs> so I remember ages ago when I wasn't really, uh, didn't have a job or anything, I was trying to work out how to get into writing because that's what I wanted to do. And I did a spec script for Shortland Street. This is real embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And uh, one of the, they gave you a set of like Is it a side spin off. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they gave you like what happens in the episode and you have to write it, but they give you a set of rules in which one of the clear rules um, was don't play the name game, which is where if you're in a TV show and uh, you're trying to introduce characters or even later in the uh, episodes, uh, you say things like, Tom. Uh, have you written that down or like, you know, address each other by name? So that I don't have to say my name is Tom. Well, no, but they're saying it's a bad thing because people don't actually address each other. Oh, so you don't do that? Yeah, you don't address each other by your first names all the time because we never do, right, when we're just talking or with our friends or whatever. But so (laughs) I started rolling a tally of how often someone said to somebody else, what's your name in this episode? (laughs) (laughs) What did you get up to? Six. Six. Which isn't that bad, but there are only six That's characters. That's pretty bad. We didn't even cu- we didn't even remember six people to talk about. <laughs> we got so Jack, Kate, and Hurley all said that to each other. If I'm correct, Charlie 
said it to like three people. Charlie said it to Slade and Slade said it to Charlie. Does that yeah. count as two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's not too bad. Considering yeah, but... the cast is 48, apparently. <laughs> yeah. 49 but... if you include the pilot, who but we didn't get his name. <laughs> you're never supposed to say somebody's name before you address them or like set up what their name is because it's not very uh, normal sounding to speak that way. Well, obviously, the 14 million didn't go towards that then. <laughs> Editing <laughs> the script. Um but uh, I had no impressions of Saeed other than that. Uh, he seems like he's he's he seems like he's a nice guy. Straight he does. Off the bat. He does. The other character he that was building we, the fire. He know, did. He he seemed productive. Aside from uh, Jack, who is evidently some kind of genius, he seemed the other one who had, like had it together enough to not just blindly follow Jack. He built a fire or whatever else. Yeah. Like the other character that we, uh, well, one of the other characters that we met, but we didn't actually meet, was the bald man who was just, like, meditating in the rain when everyone else was scared of it. His name, I'll introduce it for you, is John Locke. Wow. What a powerful man. What were your thoughts on him? Uh, it didn't seem like something that somebody would do. <laughs> <laughs> so, bit of a weirdo. Maybe he's, like, been he, in the crash. And yeah, he's, it's, not a bad it first, it's not a bad first take. He's a bit of a weirdo cause in this first episode because he, he is just, like... The only one sitting in the rain when everyone else is taking shelter, and then he gives Australian pregnant. No, he gives Kate that weird smile. Oh yeah, with the orange. And where's, where's everyone getting all this food? <laughs> Who bought oranges? Hurley to Hurley's declare those in customs. Get, Hurley doesn't you don't want get the oranges fruit. in an airplane meal. <laughs> anyway, it's the only fruit, the only food that Hurley hasn't hoarded is the fruit. He's like, yeah, you tape it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a pretty accurate first first impression. Um, what what else did I I had a few other things written down I just I, I kind of forgot that the weird stuff comes in straight away yeah. so all the palm trees so they're all on the beach and all the palm trees get flattened and it, it's making this real it sounds like a old fashioned tugboat hooting <laughs> and all this clicking and stuff and in the background it's uh, it's uh, it's Kate Charlie and Jack, I think, standing around. Oh, the main characters are standing around. And in the background, there's some extras having some convo. I don't know if you picked up on this. But one of them says, that sound that it made, it seemed really familiar. To which the other extra said, oh, really? Where are you from? <laughs> and the extra just said, the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you pick up anything from that? What does that mean? I'm, I'm a set, but presumably... A lot, of, a lot of old tugboats come into yeah. the Bronx? And unidentified monsters just like <laughs> yeah. briefly flattening so, palm trees. <laughs> so I don't know if there was a little bit of ad lib from the, uh, the extras, but it was it was well well played if it was. Maybe those actors are so bored by not having any lines that they're just talking amongst themselves at this point. Um, important question. Yeah. Do you like Charlie? Uh, I liked his singing. I wanted to ask you about his singing because I saw you grimace. I was grimacing because I said... Okay, I didn't Google this. I'm pretty sure it's not a real song, right? No, surely not. So I can, it's, it's like fair game to slag it off. Yeah, go for it. So the the writers must have spent five minutes tops writing his song. They're like, this guy's in a band. What's his lead single? You are <laughs> okay, so it's what, pretty catchy. I think you get to hear the rest of the song later on, but. What else does he do? Uh, yeah, he just goes and jacks off in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, 
Yeah, he's a little bit annoying. When he he is a little bit when he comes in, he's like, oh, my name's Charlie. Why are you calling out for Jack? And she's yeah. pretty much pushed him, pushed him out of the way. <laughs> Not now. Not now, Charlie. 250 I'm try, I'm people trying to find Jack. And you're wearing flares. <laughs> um, so I think that's, we can pretty much call that episode one. Yeah, great. Um, oh, was there, sorry, was there anything uh, left on your uh, notepad? Plot predictions. And I wanted to share what I thought might be happening in the forest and like eating the pilot or whatever. Okay. Oh, for after the first episode, go for it. So in the first scene, Charlie, no, Jack opens his eyes and then sees the dog, which runs away into the forest. Oh, yeah. I forgot right. about that. Love that dog. And then later when they're walking through the forest, the dog's like watching them. What? From, from up on the hill. When Charlie, around the time that Charlie's that. singing, the dog's like sitting up on up the hill in the background. Yeah, watching them. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Looking like down on top of them. And then also, uh, I've kind of inferred that the dog belong, belongs to the, um, the guy and his kid. Yeah. Clever girl. And, and he says, they hear the noise, right? And he goes, is that whatever the dog's yeah, name that was, is? Yeah, that was a bit weird, eh? So, is the dog just the monster? Well, <laughs> what? And he's used to it from home. Is he from the Bronx? <laughs> and the dog lives in the Bronx. It's and makes one of those Bronx dogs time. that's like murderous. Yeah, that was, why did he think that was the dog? Crushing all those pine trees, palm trees. Um, yeah, that's that, what all the signs are pointing to. Okay, so that's your that's your plot <laughs> prediction. I guess we'll see how that unfurls. Anyway, we'll um, we'll post our notes on our Facebook page. Yeah, you guys can check it out. And um, if you want to, please follow along with us. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna watch one a week every until we run out of episodes. I think this is gonna. I think I've done the maths. It's going to take us about three and a half years. <laughs> so <laughs> buckle in, everybody. Excellent. Um, cool. Roll That's the outro. The, roll the outro. <laughs> <laughs>